0: radioarchives.com presents The Mayor of Hell The 28th Adventure of the Spider by Norval W. Page writing as Grant Stockbridge read by Nick Santamaria Richard Wentworth wealthy man about town and master of disguise devotes his life to the pursuit of justice for the downtrodden the poor and the helpless donning a wide brimmed black hat sinister black cape and a pair of 45 automatics Wentworth prowls the streets of New York as his alter ego, the Spider, master of men, challenging criminal masterminds bent on enslaving or destroying humanity. Wentworth's loyal fiancé, Nita Von Sloan, and Sikh manservant and warrior companion, Ram Singh, accompany the Spider on his quest to root out evil, the only clue to his deeds of justice, the dreaded Red Spider Seal left on the foreheads of those he has killed for the good of mankind. And now, the spider's thrilling adventure. The Mayor of Hell.
1: Chapter One The Spider is Trapped Richard Wentworth had his violin tucked beneath his chin, his eyes half-closed. Music poured in a silver stream from the Stradivarius. His face was in utter repose. The firm, straight lips relaxed, the harsh lines which often gashed his cheeks now smoothed out. For once, he was off guard. The slight opening of the French doors which he faced was silent, as gradual as sleep. They moved by imperceptible stages. The black sky, the glow of New York's lights thrown upward toward the penthouse, became visible between them, nothing more no hands of the person who moved them, no hint of a presence there. Wentworth played on, bemused in the music he passionately loved. Why should even he, whom death stalked each hour of the day and night, fear anything here in his penthouse? The entire fifteen-story building was his, and he had erected multiple safeguards. It was true that enemies had invaded his sanctum before this, but—he played on, and the door swung wider. It was no sound No movement that finally roused him, but the coldness of the crisp fall night creeping in from those opened windows. It reached his forehead, his dexterous fingers. Most men would have looked up, startled, to find the source of the coldness, and would have died. Wentworth had lived as a comrade with sudden death, when a heartbeat of hesitation would have spelled instantaneous extinction. He did not delay now. At the cold touch of the air, like the hand of death upon his forehead, Wentworth let go with every muscle in his body and collapsed to the floor. In the same instant, he sensed that the French doors had been swung wide. He saw a man leap into the room, and a submachine gun yammered its thunderous laughter of death. The lead screamed just over where Wentworth had fallen. Bullets chewed across the keys of the massive organ which filled one end of the music room, moved downward to sew a seam of death across Wentworth's chest. Richard Wentworth felt utter amazement. It was not that he had never been so attacked before. He had thrown all his wealth, all his keen mentality and superb body into the battle against crime, and many attempts had been made on his life. Secretly, he was that cold killer of the night, who, because of the tiny red seal which he affixed upon the foreheads of the slain, was called the Spider. But few of the underworld, though they hated his grim and deadly justice with an undying bitterness, had discovered the secret of his identity. And for six months there had been no outbreak of the underworld which the police could not handle. No criminal genius had arisen to enlist the minions of crime in a murdering legion against humanity. Wentworth had been lulled into a sense of security. Tonight he had been relaxed, off guard, unarmed. Wentworth's lips were thin and cold against his teeth. He felt the instantaneous hard thumping of his heart which comes to a man who knows death is damnably near. But he knew no fear. Even in the midst of his amazement at the stunning quickness of the attack, his swift mind raced to the only possible action which could save him. Wentworth's heart was torn at the thing he did, but there was no help for it and no hesitation. He whirled his priceless Stradivarius in a swift, short arc and sent it hurtling toward the face of the machine gunner. The violin had little weight, but a man will dodge from a feather flying straight at his eyes. The violin caught the dodging man on the right cheek and eye, blinded him for seconds. He did not cease firing. The muzzle of the Thompson gun poured out 45 caliber bullets in a smoking stream. They swept wildly over the
0: room, smashed a hanging crystal chandelier with